Hello, everybody. You are listening to 90s Court. Thank you. What, what? Thank you. Hey, hey everybody. This is Lisa Monahan. And this is Andy Clark. And we are the host of a very special podcast, 90s Court. What do we do? We put, we put court, rad shit from the 90s, 90s up against each other. Andy sings. I talk. I try to sing. <laughs> Andy sings better. That's the show. With, wouldn't that be the new surprise dynamic in the show? Is like, by the way, Andy can't say where he's, he has to do his court cases all It's, a, it's like song. a Broadway show that no one wants just, to see. But nobody watches. <laughs> like, yeah, but Lisa talks. It's weird. There's like half singing, and then she's just like, okay, well, let me tell you about For this For real. Thing. Um, how was your um, week, Andy? Okay, so just before we started recording, I mentioned to Lisa, like, we had a conversation on Monday, and... I told her, I was like, remember that conversation? It feels like it was it six years ago. I don't know how this week has felt like it has just been an eternity, but it has. Yep. So, um, but no, there's been good stuff. I got, um, we got a really cool, we, i sorry. I got a bunch of cool swag from uh, TFGIF, which is an awesome podcast uh, that is also exclusively mm-hmm. 90s. Um, so if you all ever, ever get a chance to check them out, they sent over um, like a postcard with Lisa Frank stickers on the envelope. <gasps> Intended for um, me. Unfortunately, it didn't go to Lisa, clearly, um, along with a bunch of TFGIF uh, swag. So thank you guys yeah, so just, much. Uh, just a reminder, everybody, that we are a – what? well, you're not on a coast, and I'm not on a coast. We are across the nation. So he's in Illinois. I'm near Austin. And yeah, I, it's hard, it to, hard share. to share. It's but hard to share. But if anyone feels like sending little Lisa some shit down in Austin, I mean, I like stuff. I like Lisa Frank stickers. Just, we're not. Ain't too ain't proud too to beg. Well, just let you know, just I'm give, still there too, the guys. Stuff. Even though he's totally running the Twitter game, I'm killing it on Instagram with my one to two posts. She per is. Week. <laughs> well, she does some Facebook yeah. stuff too, and the entire editing yeah. of the show and no keeping big three deal. children alive. That's an um, important one important <laughs> which yeah it's less less integral yeah. to the show uh more integral to sustaining True. life um but no it's been a it's been a good week and um what did you have anything cool we going just on trick-or-treated week, and and i sat outside in in my opinion very cold weather it was like 40 degrees i was like i'm gonna die drinking wine and listen to like trip pop music and handing out candy to kids and um it was i was yeah. like i'm i'm not a, i'm not hear- a regular mom i'm a cool mom i'm like no you're not Mm-hmm. Did you hear how Halloween day was here in no, Illinois? No, what was it? It snowed all day. <laughs> that sounds about right. I'm dreaming of a white Halloween. <laughs> oh, what, wait. A, what a stupid. I have, to, I have to give a shout out, Andy. You would appreciate this. The best costume I saw was a, a young, it, yes. I'd say like, I don't know, maybe 13, 14 year old girl came up and was like dressed in a cheerleader's outfit. And it was just me sitting outside, and I look at her jersey and just a stupid little sheet of paper on the front of it, and it just said ceiling. And I looked at her, and I said, oh, you're a ceiling fan. And she was like, oh. she was like you're the only one that's got my Oh, costume. my gosh. She I had like, That's the best costume I've ever seen, ceiling fan. It was okay. so good. I'm gonna I'm gonna give her. She put a lot more work and effort into her outfit than I did, which is just a box fan of. But aren't you like fan, a kindred so. spirit with this young lady? Oh, I am. So yeah, good. I need to meet. Well, actually, I was gonna say I don't want to meet her because she's, she's yeah, that's, like a that'll get you on child, to catch a predator so pretty fast. So yeah, <laughs> so I just come to Texas just to meet this team. <laughs> um, hey, okay, important news before we get into anything mm-hmm. with the show, guys. Um, we have a super cool yes. contest um, this week. Um, if you haven't seen it on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, literally everywhere that you can possibly <laughs> see things, um, it is currently, it's a super easy to enter contest. Um, all we're asking is that you leave a five-star rating and review for 90s Court on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. I mentioned iTunes because some people with Androids, I think, don't have access to um, to mm, Apple Podcasts okay. or if you're on a computer, iTunes is the way to go. Um, screenshot the review, and it could be something as easy as "Love the show, you guys rock," you, like free stuff. You say, like, you say <laughs> whatever. Hi, and then <laughs> that'll count. <laughs> hi, yes, you can say the word hi. Um, screenshot it and email it to nineteescourt at gmail dot com, or you can literally DM it to us anywhere, whether it be DM it DM to us on nineties court on social media, or honestly. If you're on Facebook, you can shoot it to Lisa mm-hmm. or Andy. It's fine. Like, as long as we have it, um, just showing yep. that you did it. Um, the prizes involved oh, I wanna hear this. are yes. super cool. So, first off, the 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 the, PS, 
de la resistance. That's not a statement. That's not a sentence. Piece de resistance. Um, The coolest part is this amazing 90s Nicktoons plush blanket. Um, It has like Angry Beavers, Rockwell's Modern Life, uh, Ren and Stimpy, um, Rugrats. Um, I don't think, yeah, fortunately they didn't include Rocket Power. Some of the, I'm sorry, nothing personal against Rocket Power. It's not one of my faves. Cat Dog, like a bunch of the cool 90s ones all featured on this blanket in a big like mosaic. Also, a value pack, mixed pack of 20 ring pops. Oh my gosh. That's right. If you want to marry your childhood crush, you still can. I was given a ring pop once. With 90 ring pops. Yes, yes. By my, by my, by like, (laughs) his name was Jack. Jack. I was like, you're going to marry me, damn it, or give me this ring pop. I don't know. I don't care. Help me out here. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Also, um, a super cool, because Andy loves the video games, we had a super cool little uh, Goomba plush doll that I saw online, and I was like, I need this. And then I was like, no, you need this, listener. Yeah. Um, so it's included in there. And then last, something that I found out existed a while back, and I was like, this has to be in there, too, is a 90s-themed expansion pack for cards against humanity so even if you don't own the game if you've ever played or if you know people who play um it's a super awesome little thing and it just has special 90s themed cards um i think both questions and responses uh from 90s stuff so um oh and of course three fun 90s court stickers um we have a bunch of them um if you demand four we will give you four i always the only place i (laughs) put one yet i need to put one one. on the van the cool minivan to be like mine's that super cool mom who records podcasts it's me it's me yeah it's me (laughs) lisa um yeah i've got mine on my laptop so anyway so yeah a lot of cool stuff like i said all that stuff is up for grabs um just all you have to do is send that in and we're going to draw it random next monday the 11th. So it'll be So a week yeah. from today. We'll we should drawing. do like a Facebook Live for that or something. Or twi- is Twitter Live? Is, is there a live thing on Twitter? Honestly, I was thinking, I was thinking, and this might not be the case, I was thinking we just like the first announcement of it will be on the podcast. I like it. Yeah, we include it on the podcast next week. And then later on, in case the big nerds didn't listen to the episode, <laughs> we'll post it elsewhere. We'll see what happens. Um, so anyway, so just to get onto the show here real quick, guys, um, I did want to announce um, we had some we had some complaints about Finiskeel saying that um, he was it was a little <laughs> racist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's he, he said, he's it's a weird racist, he's, but he's like he's aggressive, um, a bit of a serial killer. I don't trust him with my yeah, children. I mean, he came in with a mask. There's a lot of a lot of horrible things. Yeah, a lot of inappropriate behavior being reported. <laughs> and so the uh, Federal Trade Commission has actually asked us <laughs> to get rid of Finiskeel. So uh, so I'm gonna have to hey Finiskeel, I know you're out there. You're you're you always waiting like, out. Is this like there when you, you take are. an animal to the vet for the last goodbye? Come here. Hey, shh, 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 shh. <laughs> Come here, come here, buddy. Yeah, that's right. Okay. All right. Now look at all the look at all the pretty stars. Look at all the pretty flowers. You might want to throw that throw that pillow away. <laughs> you have very very small lung capacity. <sighs> he was a real he's short like, one. He's itty bitty. He's a very small he was man. A tiny itty bitty scary. He's a very small man. <laughs> Um, so to all of those, I just want everyone to know, uh, those of you who, who spoke out against Finiskeel, you did this to him. <laughs> um, and I'm going to be ma- cutting him up into pieces and mailing parts oh, of him to your door. that's not so, psychopathic at all. Um, I love it. Nope, not at all. Maybe Kristen, um, Kristen can, so anyways, can host you on the show. <laughs> Coffin cast. <laughs> Coffin cast, the episode of Andy yeah. murdering Finiskeel. Okay. So to get to the show, um, so uh, I guess we don't have somebody to give us court cases now. So Do we just get your super cool zinger? Fortunately, Lisa and I, for the first time ever, just happened to know what we were going to do our court Can case on this week. And up until this moment, yeah. the, the information just flowed directly into our brains. <laughs> and now- I know. We didn't even have to think of things. Now we have to actually think for Damn a while. Damn it. So, Shit. Um, so something didn't just come across my desk. The saddest stinger. So sorry. Okay. Um, okay, but seriously, uh, we did have a really cool court case here for everybody this uh, week. Yeah. Um, we just did three 
three movies in a row plus we did um plus we did what was before that uh, a like a, a uh, number 11 was a was uh, Nicktoons. Oh, yeah. So all f- media theme things. So we're like, let's get away from that. Um, there's more to the 90s than just things to watch. Yeah. So we had a super cool idea. So um, this week we'll be covering two mall favorites. Mall madness. Here we go. Nine. And I'm going to say, I'm going to dedicate this with 90s because we have to be clear, kind of like with the Trapper mm-hmm. Keepers and stuff, that this did exist outside of the 90s. 90s Spencer's Gifts. Versus '90s Hot Topic. We're just gonna go I, Hot Topic. I don't know when. Uh, you'll tell me when Spencer's began. But Hot Topic was only yeah. like conceived of like two months before 1990. So I'm just gonna say it's a '90s. Oh, okay. So it's pretty. It was yeah. pretty in the wheelhouse. Yeah. Sure, sure. It's mainly Spencer's, I guess. Then is yeah. the one that, that needs to be designated. Yeah. So I believe. I think it's my turn to go first. Is that correct? Why, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, I was telling Andy, it's laundry day. So I'm, (laughs) if we share a video, I'm dressed kind of. We're both, (laughs) we are both so dirty, dirty, dirty scoundrels today. so nicely. And now it's like, like yoga pants I made that are just crappy as hell. And then a hoodie that I'm pretty sure I bought from Hot Topic. But it wouldn't have been 1990s. This Mm -hmm. is hoodie, Circus Survive. I either got it from a live show or Hot Topic. Um. It means it means around the time around of the time, survive. Okay. Around the time of survive. <laughs> um, I would like to first and first mostly uh, credit the Daily Dot for the the a lot of the information that I use. I found this great article about Hot Topic, and like Hot Topic had some of their history on their website, but it wasn't as like detailed and fun. And so I was like, you know what? I'm straight up going to give the Daily Dot some credit for this article. Um, like I said, they were founded in October of '89 in SoCal, I think, by the what up. SoCal, so huh? I know. Listen well, to you, they, you super hip, yeah, hip well, dude. I mean, you see this hoodie I'm wearing, Andy? Shit, represent, buddy. I'm cool as hell, all right? <laughs> when I'm done, I actually wanted, I didn't have time. I wanted to surprise you with like emo eye makeup and like scene hair, <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't have time, nor is that 90s style, but um, yeah, it's I didn't okay. have it. I murdered, I murdered a living thing on the podcast, so sure, nothing would Yeah, at this me. point, anything is easygoing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, so the, the original store was like i don't know let's give some young gentlemen some alternative accessories to wear so think about like your leather leather oh, wristbands yes. and stuff like that and they're like this is cool wallet yeah, chains not, well I, th- that may have been on the first one but the second the second, <laughs> yeah, the second store later. they were like let's do some handbags and sunglasses and jewelry and everything like that and then they had a small section that had like spiked collars and then spiked wristbands and then spiked everything right and they were like huh People are kind of flocking to this section. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, people are dangerous. Why are there so yeah, many spikes? Yeah, and, and the whole the whole thing was like they they were like, well, people seem to like this darker alternative thing going on here, and so they were like, you know, the whole premise. This is very interesting to me. The whole premise of Hot Topic was like they they would go around the owners would go around to like downtown metropolitan areas and be like there are all these alternative clothing stores but they only exist in these metro areas and you can't get them in the suburbs you like there's there's a whole market that isn't getting access to stuff like that and they were like you know what we're gonna bring it to you in the suburbs mesquite texas in the suburbs waco texas like all the hot topics i ever went to um louisville texas <laughs> All these hot references for people uh, not from like, Texas. Mosquito. <laughs> yeah, um, they're monkeys apparently. Uh, so, so <laughs> kids, kids were eating this shit up left and right, and they were like, "You know what? I want, I want a band T-shirt of a band that I loved." And mm-hmm. they were like, "Wow, you can only yes. get that at shows, right?" And they were like, "You're right. I can only get those at shows because the internet doesn't totally exist yet." And so, but yeah, and so they were like, "You know what? We're gonna make them." We'll we'll get we'll like we'll start merchandising that stuff and thus you 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 walk into a hot topic even in your brain you can see the wall of t-shirts right like twenty rows wide like oh, ten yeah. columns like just a ton of different t-shirts and you would just be like wow adult extra large or whatever and run right. off with it and they they and and then that was like that was kind of how they started like really setting themselves in as like the alternative music scene. Mm-hmm accessory shit i don't know i don't know what you would call them um they apparently had like a, a light they started like expanding a bit with like uh in living colors homie the clown which i don't remember homie the clown i didn't, had 
didn't watch yeah, that I, show. I did, but I don't remember him. So I had to look it up. And that was like when they, that was their first non-music license, which is interesting. And then that kind of spring, springboarded, I don't know how you say this, that, that, that kind of launched sure. them into the other merchandising of like um, Spongebob. Right, they got the they got. Can you believe mm-hmm. this? They got a year of exclusive rights for for distributing T-shirts with SpongeBob. A year. Are you serious? Year, yeah. Wow. And then and then and then once pop culture started like changing a little bit, and you had rave. I think this is probably in the early two thousands at this point. So we'll start cutting this off. But like rave culture started exploding into like the Care Bear scene and like Strawberry Shortcake, and that's when you'd see that kind of stuff start showing up at Hot Topic. And that was them doing starting to merchandise other uh, products. And what? You're shaking your head like no. Nothing. I just I just like just why are people the worst? I because just don't understand why. Because we have emotions, why. Andy, and we don't know what to do with and them. And care we're bears on are the only way to because, express yeah, them. Yeah, because they're okay. Like my best friend Kim and I would go, both go to Hot Topic for different stuff. I would go there for Emily Strange T-shirts, which were like the black T-shirt with the red, and she'd be like, "I hate." I don't know. She has some kind of like snarky com- comment. She always had like crows around her and shit. And then my friend Kim, we leave Hot Topic with about a similar amount of clothing, but it was mostly Care Bear and Strawberry Shortcake stuff because she was more cutesy and I was more sure whatever the fuck I was. And so um, I needed cool. my UFO pants with the bitch straps, and she needed a Strawberry Shortcake wallet. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's hold on. Did 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 they officially become bitch straps now? Uh, they, I mean, they've always been that to me. I have no idea what they were actually okay. called. Like those, the tethers. Okay. I don't Continue. Know. Sorry. Yeah. To me, they've always been bitch straps. That's what they are. So then, so I just, I want to take you on, on a quick tour. Okay. It's a Saturday afternoon. You are 15. You're walking into the mall with your friends because you're able to be dropped off and not abducted in the 90s with this not as much, not abducted as much, but you just walk, not as much, not as, like only just a little <laughs> bit of abduction, not a whole lot. Yeah. So you walk into the mall with your friends, you go past all these stores and you're like, I don't want to, you go, you go to the food court, you get a giant fucking Diet Coke and then you drink that Diet Coke, maybe not Diet Coke because it's Surge, it's a 90s. I was to say, when you're a yeah, kid, you're not, you're, like, you're yeah. not a 40 year old mother drinking Diet Coke yet. Yeah. You get your drink, you go in a Hot Topic and you just stand there and you look at all the band shirts and you get, and you start thinking like, I need all this dumb shit. And you get like a wallet <laughs> with a chain, very long. Um, yes, you get important. an anime printed shirt that's like weirdly slippery for some reason. Um, you yes. get uh, you get belts that you wear outside of your belt loops, and they do absolutely nothing. They're just worn. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not the belt's fault that you're a dumbass. It's your own fault for being a dumbass. And you get the giant platform boots and the fingerless gloves, and then all the nightmare before Christmas paraphernalia that you've never wanted, and then you buy it all and you're at the checkout register and you have a crush on every boy who works there (laughs) and then you leave Mm -hmm. with your hot topic bag and you walk past every other store and scoff because all the preps are in there and you're just like what a nerd american eagle real cool oh oh i i bet you are kelly i bet you are at abercrombie and fitch right now you so would be I'm too cool for that. I'm going to go sit in my car and cry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, but just, but can you imagine like walk? I mean, and, and they always had these iconic storefronts as did Spencer's, right? But like Hot Topic had the brick mm-hmm. facade with like this big arch and this big chain looking door and, or not chain, like iron looking door, um, insanely loud rock music of people just screaming. And again, yeah, crush on every employee and you walk in there and they play like, a perfect circle or something, which has been 2000s, and you go back to the dressing room and you just start crying because <laughs> you have too many emotions and you don't know what to do with them. And that <laughs> is Hot Topic. All the while, you're like, my, my mother, I mean, again, this was the 2000s when I started going, but my mother would bravely take me to Hot Topic and just mm-hmm. stand outside sometimes or come in with me and just be very patient and let me do and buy whatever I needed to get to help my little emotional self. And then... She had to close her eyes and just sing a song of, of comfort to herself if she yeah, let you go. If she would, like me buying the, what was it, the the used, the band from the, the emo era of the 2000s. But like, the used, yeah. Yeah, and they had that shirt that said, Bert is my homeboy. And I had two of them because the first one got bleach stains on it and I needed a second I'm, one. Bert, 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 like Bert. from Bert and Ernie? Well, no, the lead singer of the used was a guy named Bert, Bert McCracken. Okay. And 
I had a shirt that said Bert is my homeboy. And I actually it's later disappointing. I know. Because the other one the other option sounds so much better. Right. No, Bert McCracken of the used. And I later named a cat Bert after Bert from the used. And uh Aww. so anyway, side with me if you are on the emotional train. Like you side with me if you wore black clothing in high school, you side with me if you cried in the dressing room at Hot Topic, you side with me if you needed somewhere to buy the Bush 16 stone t-shirt or nice. like a rancid t-shirt or a Care Bear wallet. Mm-hmm. That's Hot Topic. Okay. Can I tell you my experience with Hot Topic? I need to hear your experience with Hot Topic. Okay. Yeah. My experience with top Hot Topic was very little because everything that I ever wanted from there never came in my size. I've mentioned this to you multiple times, but I need to say it out loud on the podcast <clears throat> as a... Um, as a larger gent for most of my life, like mm-hmm. tall and, you know, t- t- height too, um, is, is that, uh, I'm almost six, five and, oh, wow. um, I'm oh my gosh, you're huge. Gent. Yeah. I'm pretty big. So I, uh, I have historically, they've just never sold things in my size. And I was always so bummed because a lot of the times there were really great shirts, f- like with records on them that I liked yeah. or like cartoon characters, just super cool, like awesome things that I was always bummed. And I mean, like, and you know, at that point, like that's the majority of what they had was shirts, at least from my experience was like wall to wall clothing that required. So like, I would always be like, can there be a cool beanie or a cool hat? And even then I don't really wear hats. So a lot of the times it was just that a B, um, I've always considered myself to be like, I just like, I fit in at hot topic, like, just like, Oh, hello, brethren. It's so good to see you all. I'm here to buy some <laughs> dank gear. Like some I felt gear. like I, I felt like I felt like I absolutely did not fit going into that store. Um, so I don't know. I guess it, it is. But it, it was one of those things where I was always kind of jealous because a lot of the stuff was super cool. But I mean, at least early on, like a lot of the stuff I had like like judgy connotations towards it, like. All of, like you said, all of the spikes and like chain wallet chains, like all the kids trying to be like like the um, anti anti popular, like you know, they once that they weren't cool. It was just that they had their own style, you know. Yeah. Like, and we're always basically you. It sounds like <laughs> it's basically like yeah, it's basically back in, in grade school and high school. Like I had no style whatsoever, and yet I would still judge people who at least had their own style. So. Yeah. And before, um, I'm sorry, before, I, one thing I failed to mention, I just wanted to give them mm-hmm. a shout out because it sounded like they responded to everything that like their customers wanted. And so that's how they, oh, nice. that's how, that's how they ended up getting the non music merchandising. That's how they got the t-shirt wall. That's how they ended up launching Torrid, which is a plus size women's clothing, which I mean, Torrid Aww. rules. They launched that in 2001. It's like they have been answering the the door to apparently yeah apparently they indirectly answered my question but they were like what andy's a woman right and then they just opened a woman's so store like, instead yeah of a- you like <laughs> yeah you maybe a six foot five man wants to wear this beautiful corset we can Hell make yeah. that happen come to tour it work we'll make it make it twerk so anyway that's off topic i want to hear spencer's tw- i'm so excited for spencer's make it- Make a twerk. Okay. So the thing is, is that these have a lot of similarities in them in some sense is the fact that yeah. it's kind of the dark seedy place for people to go into that almost like, um, it almost it, like, especially as a kid who was like a very sheltered child and everything growing up felt like a very like dangerous thing for me to do. Like my parents wouldn't necessarily know that I was going in there or whatever. Um, uh-huh. and it was always, um, so let me tell you a little bit about the store. So basically, Spencer's, if you've never been to a Spencer's Gifts, first off, shame on you. It's like shame in every you. mall. It's like in every mall ever, and it's amazing. Um, I will say the reason I noted a beginning with about the time frame was that this one did not come about starting out in the 90s, um, but it did thrive in the 80s and 90s were kind of its its big heyday. And it's still around today and still pretty popular as well. Um yeah. But that's kind of where it started taking off was in the 80s and the 90s um, more significantly. Um, so this is kind of a – currently is a store that sells just literally any piece of nonsense you could ever want. Like if you walk in – if you walked up to something and you like saw eye candy, something that is like, ooh, shiny, ooh, f- like what does that do? Oh, what is that? Like or something that like you can't get anywhere else. Like it's just – Similar to like what you said with a lot of licensed merchandise and everything like that, they had a tendency to find out what was popular at the time, and then they'd be like, well, what's what's big right now? 
Jurassic Park. Okay, we're going to have 4,000 themed Jurassic Park things for sale, whether it be Jurassic Park hats, Jurassic Park coffee mugs, Jurassic Park shirts. Like, they would just get... That's, like, that's exactly right. And that's, that's only, like, that's only, like, the smallest part of their store. They would have so much other stuff, too, but, like, whenever they had new stuff, usually it was, like, what's currently trending, what's big, or whatever, and they do it even more now, obviously, with the internet, you know, being such a valuable resource for finding out what people are into, but... We're going to start back, as as all stories, so as all great stories do. Tale as old as time. A young man named Max Spencer Adler was shot down okay. over Europe during World War I, World War II. What? <laughs> That's the beginning of the story. And Are he you was shitting impr- me? And he was imprisoned by the Nazis. Um, what? The, the war ended, and he was freed. And he decided, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sell some bogus-ass shit to teens and adults. <laughs> and he decided... He was shot down He was shot down in a plane over World War II. Yeah, he had, and he was captured by, by enemy troops. Um, and I will say this. A lot of this, as you gave credit to an article, one of my... I got a huge article from Mental Floss that has given me a lot of information. Uh, mentalfloss.com. Okay. It's called The History of Spencer's Gifts. Um, so, so, okay... Do we have an approximate age of this man when he opened Spencer? When did Spencer? Well, you're going to tell me when Spencer's Spencer Gifts was opened. It was a mail order service that was founded in 1947. Um, basically, after the war, what? he realized that now that there were no more shortages, people could start selling non-essential items like toys, things like that. He thought, you know what I want to do? I want to sell um, novelty items and toys and things like that, but not to kids. I'm going to sell them to adults. And that's how he fuck came the up. Kids. Yeah, fuck the kids because literally the idea was kids don't have money, adults do, and they right. and they have now more disposable income that they're going to be spending money on. Okay. So, um, so yeah, so he started out in the '40s. Like I said, it was mail order, 100%. It wasn't really what it is today. He even um, in the '50s took a, sh- a brief, strange, wrong turn in the '50s to offering live animals, namely donkeys, um, that he had gotten from Mexico, and was advertising. What? He he marketed them as a new hot fad in the world of domestic pets. Um, oh my gosh! Like like saying like, hey guys, donkeys are pretty docile and pretty cool. Like you should get a donkey for a pet. Um, but um. again. That didn't wow. last too long. Okay. Didn't last too long. No. Um, finally, in 1963, is the first opening of an actual physical location. Now, it was not like in a mall location because they didn't; those weren't really as big of a deal then. But in Cherry yeah. Cherry Hill, New Jersey, um, was where they first opened a store, and so it the whole thing kind of changed massively at that point. Like the mail order service still existed, but it's kind of like there's a whole different marketing scheme when it's a physical location versus a you know, a magazine or like it was basically these big booklets that they sent out with like, you know, with all of their services. But I want to look at one of the original booklets so badly right now. I kind of do too. Oh my gosh. So, um, so they, they found the, the first place and then obviously, you know, they started expanding in the 80s and 90s. That's kind of where we're focused obviously is in the 90s into, mall, yeah. into malls for days. Um, and so <laughs> they started focusing on eye candy. And like I mentioned before, stuff that like is much stuff up front that is just like it grabs your attention and says, look at me, play with me, do stuff with me. Um, and a lot of people who are familiar with Spencer's know that they have like you could walk down one aisle and get a, get something that is totally appropriate for someone aged like seven and then like yeah. then move three steps over and get a sex toy. Like it's literally like the most controversial store like on the planet because it was Yeah. Because the layout. Now they they do have they what they did basically was they have they quote unquote would say that the back of the store is where the sex stuff is, right? Yeah. And so that way they could at least have the illusion of hey, like, we have this divided, but it's an open-air store. There's no, like, this is, like, a narrow, like, it's in a mall, so it's a narrow store. You walk yeah. back or whatever, and, like, there's no clear delineation, like, no passing through here, really. Um, if you've ever been in one recently, like, you wouldn't really know the difference. And and even though that's where the pure adult stuff is, like, there's still adult-themed stuff everywhere, right? Like, 
Like you'll yeah. find you'll find yeah. you'll find a dick whistle any you know like anywhere you want like oh you need to make penis cake like you know what I mean like they have every <laughs> obscure random thing just kind of interspersed and my most recent visit to Spencer's was only like three months ago like I was at like we have a mall in Champaign which is of course as we know malls are all doing real great um, but Spencer's Super well but this thing is Spencer's is the only place for me. That was ever really worth going. And even today, like I said, I went to the mall. Like, I think I was just eating with a friend at, like, this food court, which was weird. Um, but I was like, I guess I'm since I'm here, I'll go to the – go see what's still around. And I was like, oh, Spencer's is still here. And so I went in there, and I was like – like, it was it was a much different experience now, like, than it used to be. What, what caught my eye was the fact that just the amount of just racist stuff, like, just, like – just, like – like so offensive, like just anything that is like current modern culture, they'll have all of these things that are like like any demographic they will have something for you. Like like, yeah. are you a horrible racist? We got you. Are you like, um, are you? Do you really really hate racists? We got you too. Like they like literally yeah. like will cover everything from one end of the spectrum to the other. They there's not really any like medium gear. You know what I mean? Like there's no like yeah. Are you in the middle and don't care about either of these things? We don't have anything for you. Go to every other store in the world. But if you if you're strongly, we have some South Park stickers for you in the back. Yeah, we got some South Park stickers. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but no, they had like they have such cool. Let's think. I want to like make jokes and throw shade at them because really, like they they did like it's some inflammatory. Like just like literally, this story is just like designed to have like the most inflammatory stuff imaginable. Um, oh yeah, but. Uh, but yeah, and speaking of which, uh, throughout the years, um, lots of controversy about the store. So um, early, mm. uh, early on, the this was actually earlier on in like the '60s and stuff when they first started a physical store. The Federal Trade Commission um, took issue with some claims they had for their products, like for example, the Reduce Ease Girdle, which was supposed to help wear lose weight with no effort. Um, and shockingly, it didn't work at all, um, which is funny to me because I'm like, people sell that shit all the time. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, and the body wraps or whatever. Yeah. Okay. But here's one that's pretty glaringly bad is they just they sold jewelry that was listed as containing precious metals, which just straight up didn't like. And it's just like that's just like there's no wiggle room. How do you say like, well, I mean, like technically like, no, you just. This is made of fucking nickel. Like, what are you talking about? There's no silver yeah. or gold in this. Um, so, like, and that continued on. That was more of, like, the actual legal stuff early on. I mean, they've had legal stuff other places where, like, um, I heard, like, I think, like, in the late 80s, there was, like, this big ban by, like, the some Muslim-run group basically, like, basically putting a against it because they had a bunch of, like, racist um, things towards uh you know, Muslims and, and things like that. Yes. In the eighties. I, I could see myself getting a very racist t shirt yeah. from Spencer's yeah. in the nineties. Not not like by choice, yeah. but if I needed to yeah, if you <laughs> if needed, I needed one, to get a very a, racist. If you need t-shirt. one in a pinch, you'll get it. Um <laughs> and uh and then and the big thing though was was parents. Like parents filed so many complaints with them just over and over and over again. Now I yeah. I read also that that is not the case as much anymore. And that is exclusively because the internet exists. And listen, your kids are going to be exposed to a bunch of horse shit no matter where they go. Um, yeah, you're afraid of your kids seeing like a, like, a, like a South Park bong and a Spencer's. Don't worry. They're looking at hardcore pornography in the fourth grade on their yeah. iPad. And, so don't worry about it. It's okay. <clears throat> and that was actually what I was going to say next was the last time that I did go there, like, like, like three months ago, I like walked in and like the cool like like there's like almost like a tarp like a not a tarp but like a cool like lit because they have cool lights everywhere you know and and all this stuff Mm -hmm. very similar to spencer's have a cool aesthetic or whatever but there's this big square area like there's a little more private like in the middle of the store and you could go over there and there was like a bunch of um i don't know like you know bottle cap openers like um you know trying to think like noisemakers things like that like fart makers have always been my number one go-to like when i think of them i'm like what 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 can we make what what does this look like that makes a fart sound like it's just we need this to make a fart sound and we don't care what it is like just so many noisemakers there but this entire section was weed it was just fucking 
just pot leaves just everywhere. Like, and I'm just like, I don't like, I, like, I get it. Like, apparently you like the flavor of this month is, is people love weed. So like, that's like what they were like, yeah. we're going to have weed everything. Um, and, and like I said, it's just, it's one of these things where it's, I want to throw shade and everything like that because some, cause you'll walk in and you're always going to find something that you're like, this is weird. But then like the other stuff is kind of cool. Like you like cool. Like if you're like, I need to get a gift for a friend out of the blue for no reason. I know nothing about what they like. I'm going to fucking Spencer's and I'm going to get it for him. Do I have a, do I have like back in the day uh, when I was in college? Oh, it's unofficial St. Patrick's day coming up. That's a, a, a big holiday at the university of Illinois where it's, like unofficial St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, it's it's day. a U of I. it's like the okay. heaviest drinking day of the year by a mile. Um, and so basically everybody wears green. Everybody walks around campus and just gets hammered. That's the entire day, uh, because like it, I think one time like St. Patrick's Day fell on spring break or something like that. And so they're like, we need to have an unofficial one. And then they just did it every year, and it's this huge thing at the U of I. So they have because of the University of Illinois being in Champaign, um, they would have just crazy amounts of green everything like all kinds of st patrick's day all kinds of things talking about how they're blacked out you know just like hey you're college students (laughs) like let's let's have a shirt explaining to people how drunk you are um i love i love that that college feel of like you have to wear a shirt explaining just how how look at how look how messed up i am right now so (laughs) i don't make a decision so um so here's the thing so in uh and then in 1999 um still in the 90s they purchased Wait for it. Spirit Halloween. They bought Spirit? Yeah, so Spencer's, I mean, Spencer's has been like the driving force of Spirit Halloween. It was in 99, so I mean, they've been like, so Spirit has been huge ever since then. It's just like, what's the, I I saw this meme, I saw this meme somebody posted, and it's like, oh, an old strip mall? Like, it was just like Spirit Halloween, like, looks like somebody's (laughs) about to get, you know, Uh, because Spirit Halloween just always just comes in there out of nowhere and just takes over old businesses. Um, like, like it's February 11th. Yeah, why is there a Spirit yeah. Halloween opening? It's like yeah. why so, not? And I, why and not? I saw here on the note is that despite the fact that it's only open, you know, it's Spirit Halloween only being open for you know a few months a year or whatever, um, it actually makes two. It makes um, half of the annual money that Spencer's Gifts like makes total. Is just from oh, Spirit shit. Halloween because people still want to get slutty French made yeah. costumes in 2019. But people don't yeah. want to go physically into a mall to purchase a weed printed <laughs> shot glass in 2019. It is it is, it is interesting so. though because I mean like you can get Halloween stuff all year long from Spencer's too. Like they just have so many random masks, hats, things like that. Like you could make a costume just swinging into a Spencer's too. But um, yeah, whether could, yeah. whether you're yeah. looking for Halloween stuff, fart machines, sex toys, penis cakes, lingerie, <laughs> beanies, hats, mugs. Various themed gears for parties, St. Patrick's Day, Fourth of July, and various racist things. Spencer's Gifts is your jam. And if you've ever thought, I need some random horse shit, and been like, thank goodness Spencer's is here, then you, you should vote for me. I will say, my when I would go spend weekends with my dad growing up, we would always go to a mall because mm-hmm. he just was like, he liked going to... The Walden Books or Barnes and Noble or whatever was around mm-hmm. at the time, and we would inevitably be like, "Let's go to Spencer's because they have some random stuff." And it would all, I, I distinctly remember going into Spencer's and being like, "Let's look at the posters. Oh, that's right, cool. Like blacklight this stuff, and you know the weird like just just mm-hmm. gag gifts, right?" And then slowly but surely, it morphs into like, "Oh, fuzzy handcuffs yeah. and like." penis straws or something you're I, like i'm too young for this but i, I forgot see the it. last time and i went to spencer's i literally you know the big thing where you flip through the big posters like the big heavy things oh yeah and i was <laughs> looking through them and i was yeah. like oh these are actually some really sweet posters like oh spider-man like avengers like you know batman all that stuff and then all of a sudden it's just like oh nude like not like bare, almost nude posters i'm like okay well i can see how a kid might have <laughs> you know might might stumble across some bad yes, stuff oh my gosh you would yeah, you'd be like, oh, yeah. You flipped one too the, far. The Sorry, Johnny. He's looking at like Nir- Nirvana, Smashing Pumpkins, and then um, like a scantily clad woman drinking milk. <laughs> Maybe she doesn't have any clothes on, but and, like on a motorcycle and like. Yeah. Su- so, 
I love it. I love it. Spencer's uh, Spencer's to me seems only relevant if like you are one hour from a bachelorette party, you have not gotten the bachelorette <laughs> or the bachelorette anything, um, and you're just like shit. Fuck, I have to get something, and so you run into whatever mall is still alive near you and run into Spencer's and be like, dick straws and shot glasses yeah. and like a bachelorette sash and um, yeah. some edible underwear. Yep. Nowadays, yeah, nowadays, like Amazon (laughs) online, pretty much you can get anything you could get at a Spencer's gifts, probably much cheaper. Like, but yeah, it's more like if it's a, but the 90s was when it thrived because it was just like, like you said about kind of like about, uh, about yours, um, being, being a hot topic, making it so you could get stuff you couldn't get like anywhere but larger cities. That's the same thing. Like Champaign, Illinois is not exactly a thriving metropolis. So like being able to get random stuff and be like, oh my gosh, like they make shirts for like Nicktoons or, you know, stuff like that where it's like you just wouldn't be able to get anywhere else. And that was always huge back then. So. (sighs) Do you want to go? I really want to go to the mall now, Andy. Let's let's go to the mall when you come to Illinois. It's Sunday. We can go just for the mall. Let's do it. We'll go to Spencer's and buy weed printed shot glasses. And edible Which, underwear. Yeah, weed printed shot glasses. <laughs> I guarantee you they have those. And it's like, what? There's a confusing message here. What are we drinking? Like, it's just not. I guess the message is, why not both? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So, all right. So, we're, we're ridiculous. Well, uh, so uh, so you want to. We went really long, but that just goes to show we yes, had a great we time with those we two did. pieces. That was so much fun. Um, so anyway, we, we are going to take though. a break um, and then we will come back at you with uh, with the results from last week's polls. There will still be a secret and then uh, more things to come as far as more fun 90s stuff. All right. Bye. Catch you on the flip. Bye. Come and knock on our door. <laughs> Welcome back on the break. We've been waiting for you. Which sounds really creepy. We're not going to sing it because I said I hated all of you. And I don't hate all of you. But actually, I do hate all of you because you guys, the poll results. Oh, Lisa. I don't hate you. I don't hate you. I'm just, I'm not, let me say it this way. Let me put on my mom hat. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Disappointed. (laughs) Here's the thing. Which sucks because I was literally about to say I am a little disappointed. Here's the thing. I told Lisa, like, when she, when we originally proposed doing this court case and we mentioned the two, I, like, we, you, you say them, and then, like, usually one of us is like, oh, I want to do this one, um, or, like, or if it's one where we could do both, we're like, is it okay if I do this one? Like, yeah. Lisa immediately said, I want to do it, and I was like, damn it, like, I'm losing that court case for sure, because, like, there is no way anybody really likes Blair Witch more, because I would have voted, if had I not done this court case, I would have totally voted for it. Yep. However, in the in the in the court case of Blair Witch Project versus Stephen King's It from 1990, Facebook kept us close, and Facebook had a really great response. We had over 100 votes between the two polls by a mile. Like I think it was oh, like wow. 120 votes between the two, um, Twitter and Facebook. So on Facebook, the poll came out: 51% Blair Witch Project to 49% Stephen King's It. So just really just barely snuck it by. It was 50% like back and forth constantly. Um, But finally, I guess somebody else snuck in to vote for Blair Witch and put it over the top. Twitter. Twitter started out real bad and then (laughs) and then kind of course corrected. Like I will mention that on both of these, Lisa did share the post and said, please vote for my thing. So and I did say she's not too afraid to beg. She needed this one. Um, me out. In, I'm not too afraid. To, I'm not afraid to beg. In, like in spite of that, Lisa still uh, on this one. It came out 54 percent Blair Witch and forty six percent Stephen King's It. So it was a very close one. But man, like I like wanted Lisa to win this one so bad because she has just been on a tear losing streak lately. Everyone, everyone's just enchanted by Andy. Enchanty. <laughs> Enchanty. I mean, every. Um, I will say this. Everybody who votes absolutely did not listen to the episode before they voted. Like, I'm pretty sure at least, like, 75% of our votes at least did not oh, listen to the episode I don't think, I, I mean, again, I'm the same way. I think I, I don't I don't discredit anyone for voting without listening because it's a gut reaction, right? You're like, boom, Edward Scissorhands, or boom, Blair yeah. Witch. And I will say, I will say this, I hadn't rewatched the Blair Witch since the very first time I watched it, and I rewatched it this week. That shit was pretty spooky. Yeah. 
It was good. like I said with the with the context of of like kind of about like what Lisa was even asking me like wait are you saying that they didn't know like this part like and it was so it was kind of fun like I'm sure from the, having that context watching it again and realizing like holy shit I can't believe this yeah. whole thing happened and the actors didn't even know what was going on. So. But they but they but you know what Andy I did watch a YouTube interview with them in 2015 or 14 or something and uh-huh. they they were saying that like they did know they did know a lot of this because they. Um, the girl was saying that the the take of them running out of the tent mm-hmm. that it was they had to do that scene nine times. What? Yeah. So they they some some of it they must not have known, but a lot of it they did know. So I was disappointed yeah. to, to hear that, but it doesn't matter because they still did a great job. Yeah, I was gonna say it's kind of it's weird to me because yeah, like it's especially that one, like because that was one that felt like. Like they said, oh, they didn't know the directors like hit the the thing. Or like, how did you not know the directors were going to do that? And then yet yeah. you still ran out of the the, the thing. So it was still whatever um, the case was. It, it it was it was a really good movie. So I'm not having rewatched it. I ain't mad at Blair Witch one. I'm a little disappointed because mm-hmm. it is so iconic. But yes. some people clowns just don't do anything for, and maybe yeah. they don't like Tim Curry, and maybe they hate yeah. good movies. So. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> maybe all they right. maybe they hate good movies. Maybe they hate all, all right. things that are good. So all right, well. We'll see how many weeks I go losing. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so we each have our own little thing here. Lisa, yeah. did you want to go first, or do you I did. Go I wanted to bring back an oldie but a goodie. And since I'm feeling okay. so, as I was talking about the, the the friend of ours that makes music for the podcast, I was talking to. He mentioned that some of his inspiration recently was um, like mall music, like specifically from Kmart and stuff like that. For some of the projects he's been working on, he mm-hmm. was mentioning that. And so I was start like I got really in the zone of listening to mall muzak muzak this week and weekend um and i really wanted to take you on a kiss mary kill 90s mall edition oh my gosh we haven't done kiss mary kill in ages i know that was a staple it was i really wanted to do it so i've got two two different versions for you okay one is okay kiss mary kill food court Wait, just the food court in just general? Just the food court. Well, no, because okay. I'm going to present to you three options that you always saw. And if you didn't know Oh, these, three things in food courts. Okay. Yeah, so if you didn't if you didn't have these stores for some reason because Illinois hates you, then I can present a different one in, sure. in place. Okay. A- Auntie Anne's pretzels. Mm, yes. Dippin' Dots. Okay. Or Cinnabon. Okay. Cinnabon, I should say. You know what's crazy? A Cinnabon, like despite the fact that it's in airports everywhere, it was not... Like a staple in our malls. Oh, was it not? Um, no, it well, wasn't. Well, we can if you want to replace that. Uh, but no, no, no. We can we can, oh, we can okay. cover. I mean, Cinnabon's still like an iconic place. These are three good ones. Yeah, I um, thought this would be. I thought this would appeal to you since since it's, I always make you objectify women in this segment. So I was like, let's objectify food. Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing: is like I, like all three of these foods I've had before, and they're all amazing. Like I. God, everybody's gonna hate me because I have not had Cinnabon that many times. Like, Neither and that's why I. it sucks. Um, Dippin' Dots are nonsense. <laughs> just like of, all, of the three, like I'm a fan of Dippin' Dots, but they are just complete fucking nonsense. Like what? Just like you want these tiny balls? Want I these do. Little, little, little I do want those tiny balls. I want these tiny balls on your tongue. Uh, and then, yeah, just like the <laughs> only sensation. Out. Okay, well that was not <laughs> meant to be that. So, but here's the thing. So. The the only debate I'm having right now is whether to marry or kiss uh, Auntie Anne's because Ooh. it is so like it like get off a hot pretzel like a hot pretzel that just like melts in your mouth like yeah. is the best thing ever and we have two of those in Champagne we've got one of them at the mall and one of them at the uh, at the Illini Union uh, basically on the on campus for the U of I so it's uh it's a heavy hitter yeah um. This is tough, you know I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'm gonna marry Auntie Anne's. Ooh, wow! I am gonna I am going to kiss Cinnabon and I'm going to kill Dippin' Dots because they're fucking nonsense. I would <laughs> have never guessed. I know. I like it's it's just like it. I'm a fan of them, but it's just like it's just it's not. It's just like if I'm at a mall, usually I'm looking for something like actually like somewhat s- fulfilling. Um, and Dippin' okay. Dots just never did it for me compared to, like, every other type of ice cream you could possibly get that wasn't a stupid gimmick. Oh, my gosh. I I don't know how I feel about that. What's yours? Please give me give me yours if you I would have been – let's see. I would have kissed Cinnabon, married mm-hmm. Dippin' Dots, killed Auntie Anne's pretzels. 
I'm a sweet tooth girl. I, it's just okay. And so yeah. Okay, and, fair, and to fair. me, to me, Dippin' Dots was always like the ice cream of the future, Whoa. and it yeah. was just tiny little balls of a mom. As a yeah. kid, okay, this thing is, as a kid, I guess I could say I would have been a, a bigger fan. But just Andy, right now, like I, I, I think it's mainly like right off the bat, I'm like, I, could, I would kill an Auntie Anne's pretzel right at this moment, like, and that's. <laughs> but not kill it like it, yeah. I want no, it, I will kill it with my mouth and, and digest it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and and Cinnabon, like I was like kissed because like it's been so long since I've had one. I'm like, I'd really like to get one of those again. And then Dip and Dots, I was just kind of like, eh. <laughs> like, you know, I could I could take or leave right now. Oh my gosh, I could take so. and take and take Dip and Dots. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a, a lighter version of Kiss Mary Kill, just a smaller one. Uh, just going to traditional stores. Oh, another stores. One. Okay. okay, I wanted to see if you would kiss Mary Kill, Abercrombie and Fitch, Gap, or Old Navy. Okay, Lisa, you have to understand, like, Even I don't shop Even if you never went have, to any of these stores, you never walked past them. Any of those. Okay, so at, what was Abercrombie and Fitch? Uh-huh. Old Navy? And Gap. And what was the... And Gap. Gap. So you can even take into consideration all the commercials, all the marketing, the advertising, anything. But these were all things that, like, at least the malls I went to had these stores. And so I would always pop into these. And even if you don't... Abercrombie and Fitch was kind of like... I know, have... Yeah. You have to understand my my absolute seething hatred for all three of these stores designed for for f- fake iconic skinny fucking yeah. dudes and women that don't exist. Um yeah. so I'm going to literally just make up three things because I have nothing on this. I okay. liter- like I literally have nothing on this. Um Old Navy feels the most wholesome, so I'm going to marry that. Yeah. Um I'm gonna kill Abercrombie and Fitch absolutely, and I'm gonna make out with the Gap real quick, and then then leave. That is exactly what thing. I would like, do. Like I guess Old Navy is the only one that I'm like I that feels the least gross of the three. Yep, you are correct. I, I mean, well, in at least our I'm correct. <laughs> You're <laughs> objectively correct. Yes, well, that's how I feel. I mean, Old Navy was the only I, I was a, a bigger bigger lady in as a teen yeah. and younger preteen as well, uh, and so I always wanted weird, to shop was, at the Gap, but. I, can Good I tell point. you, I have no idea where that came from. Like the, just like, I have never thought about those things that much. And for some yeah. reason I just unveiled it. Apparently I have seething hatred towards those stores. You're going to have to go to therapy about this tonight. And I'm going like, to, This yeah. whole week could be like, we need to talk about department stores very we much. We need to talk about the department stores. I got <gasps> some, some deep hidden stuff in there. So, so well, there you um, go. There's my kiss. So yeah, go. thank you. The first one was, was delectable. I was like, I, like I said, I am literally hungry now. And the second one just... Filled me with rage to burn off those calories. <laughs> um, so, as the usual, as we've been kind of doing less um, recess episodes, which I mean, like I said, we did throw one in there, but uh, recently, but I've decided to kind of start mixing in um, some Andy's video game corner yeah. um, into this because honestly, like, dude, like, just I love these video games, and there's no way that they're ever going to be important enough to do an entire court case on them. So. This one in particular, I forgot, I told Lisa, I was going to cover a different one, and then I changed, I pivoted to this one. Um, like, partly because, okay, so I love this game so much. Mm-hmm. It is a game that I literally was on Twitter, and there's a, a page that we cover all the time. It's a, it's called My Nostalgic Life. I don't know why I gave a promo for them. But yeah, My Nostalgic <laughs> Life, they, right. they sell a lot of 70s, 80s, 90s um, throwback stuff and they have just a really cool selection of that kind of stuff and so they were posting ones on there of stuff that they had and they had this game for super nintendo and so i was like i need this and i bought it so i have that coming on the way um and i'm very excited to share it with everybody too and play this game because it's been so long and it's just one of these things that sticks in my brain like when i think about it um, cause I can see so many images in it, but it was a game that I had to rent as a kid. I never owned it clearly as I don't, I'm just owning it for the first time at the age of 34. <laughs> um, and, uh, this was a game that came out in 1992 and it's, a, a one of Lisa's, uh, favorite TV show, uh, TV shows that, uh, inspired this game. This was the Simpsons Bart's nightmare. Bum, bum, bum. To those of you who did not play this, first off, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Let me pause. Because it is, it is such a fun. It was such a fun game and such a cool idea and premise um, for a game. So essentially, um, the game starts out. You're Bart Simpson, 
um, you're studying for you're studying for exams or whatever, and suddenly you fall asleep on your papers while like while you're studying, and all of a sudden you go into a nightmare. Plot twist: Bart's nightmare, um, and you're in this strange universe um, where you're on this like windy street that looks like you're you know in uh, Springfield, yeah, and it's just like this really windy street. And uh, on that, you like are going down on your you know, walking down the street, and there's different um, pieces of loose paper that have blown away that are clearly your homework. Because you're basically the entire game is trying to recover your homework that blew away. Um, and so, as you go to each piece of paper, you pick it up, and as you pick up a piece of your homework, it kicks you into a mini game. Mm. And so there's a bu- there's multiple mini games in this, and basically the job is to like. You know, go through and play each mini game or whatever, and then based on how you perform at the end of the game, you will get. You know, you, you wake up from the dream, um, you'll get a grade letter, and it'll be put up on the fridge. Um, more often than not, you're going to get an F because you did a real bad, you did a bad job. Um, but uh, the games that were included in this were amazing. So there's multiple colored doors that you can go through when you pull this up, and sometimes you'll pull it up, and the paper will take you through the green door. And that is where you are, Bartzilla. Oh, yeah. Which is a two-part minigame where Bart must stomp through the streets of Springfield and destroy the armor- armies with fire, breath, and visual lasers. Um, and uh, let me see. And then you get zapped by a shrink ray. Like, a lot of this one had weird... Uh, there's a Homer Kong and Momthra. So you're fighting against um, basically Mothra? King Kong, which in, nice. in the version of Homer. And then, yeah, and then Marge Something. in the former of Mothra. Yeah. Um, there's a violet door where you, it's a journey into Bart's bloodstream, um, where Bart has to use an air pump to inflate and destroy germs and collect five smiling Joe Fissions, um, a character from the first season's episode, Homer's Odyssey, which is a real weird reference, like as like one of the most predominantly important Bart like Simpsons games. They're like, we're gonna reference a character that you might not remember in yes. five five years, you know. Um, mm. The Yellow Door, this was an itchy and scratchy game uh, where Bart's being attacked by the, the, the duo um, where they've teamed up and are, and are fighting you, um, as well as other household objects that become enemies. The oven shoots fire. The telephone explodes. Uh, Marge's picture uh, drops eyeballs, pyro vacuums. Um, and uh, this is like this is one where there's so many different versions where Bart dies in this game. Like he turns to ash. Um, you know, gets killed um, during Bartzilla, all that kind of stuff. Um, the Blue Door, the Bartman, where Bart flies over Springfield as a superhero. Um, along the way, he fights a bunch of different bosses. Sherry and Terry in a hot air balloon. Barney Gumble on a pink elephant. Uh, Waylon Smithers in a blimp. Um, and eventually, Mr. Burns turns into a plane. Um, so it's just, sure. it's like, it's it's very dreamlike because it's it's just nonsense. And then the last one, your Indiana Bart, where Bart, like Indiana Jones, um, where you're going through the temple temple of Maggie. Um, and uh, and at the end, you try and, you know, like I said, all of them, you're trying to get pages back um, there. And then, like I said, there's the, the ending where um, I think one of the things is, like, you start losing Zs. Like, they show you sleeping and your Zs start disappearing okay. um, slowly but surely. And if you wake up, that's a bad thing, and you get an F. So, um, so anyways, I love this game. Like, I I am so excited to play it again because I have not played this game in like probably twenty years. So, um, so super excited to get this one. And it was a you said what system SNES or did no Genesis? Yeah, it was on it was on, it was on SNES and Genesis. Okay. Um, or Mega Drive, as I mentioned, I told Mega Lisa Drive. I was like, "That's just Mega Drive is just Genesis for other countries." Basically, they just didn't have it called Genesis in like Europe and stuff. So yeah. Um, oh, so yeah. I'm so so that's my I, well, right, coverage so, on that. So it's coming this week. Um, it'll probably come next week. Um, I don't know if it's this week or next week. It'll it'll probably take a little bit of time for it to arrive. I want to hear a review of it when it comes back. Oh, I mean, okay. not that you didn't just give one, but I wanted like, how does it play now? Yeah, how does like, it hold up? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, so I'm excited about that. I always love playing some new games, and I don't really get to play the old my actual SNES very much. Usually, I have the mini. Yeah. Um, so it's it's fun to pull that back out and actually use the real system. So. Yay. Um, so yeah, that is my thing for today. Woohoo! Well, that was a fun. Oh my gosh, Andy, I had so much fun on this episode. Yeah, I, I was. It was a lot of fun. A lot of actually cool nostalgic stuff for us too, um, yeah. while we were on the episode. So. You know. um, so Lisa, you want to close this out and tell people where they can find us? 
Absolutely. Um, well, of course, if you want to actually enter the podcast contest, you can mm-hmm. like, rate, and review us with five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. That would be amazing, please. Mm-hmm. Um, you can send that review to 90scourt at gmail.com, or you can follow mm-hmm. us just for fun, just for funsies, on Facebook and Twitter at 90scourt, Instagram 90s.court. We are available on all the DM platforms. I'm sure Andy's holding it, holding mm-hmm. the fort down pretty well on Twitter, so... <laughs> That's us. <laughs> That's us. So That's yeah, us. so we're on ninety. Yep, we're all over the place, and uh, and we just hit uh, fifteen hundred followers on Twitter. Dang. Our Twitter followers are super amazing and super fun. Um, super cool to have such a cool response in just like three months on there. So, um, so anyway, so uh, Lisa, do you have any closing remarks before we depart? Nope. Just hope to see some entries come in for the contest because it closes. Yeah. yeah November eleventh. Next so. next Monday. So. Woo-hoo. All right. Well, everybody out there, keep it radical, and we will catch you next week. Cowabunga dudes. See you later. Peace.